National Podcast Day is coming September 30th. But what is National Podcast Day? Well, it's pretty simple, and you can help spread the word. National Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide through public engagement. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved on National Podcast Day? It's easy. Head over to nationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. But ultimately, the options are endless. Remember, September 30th, nationalpodcastday.com. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! My beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is episode 117, and tonight we're taking a trip on the bus to hell when we go back in time to the golden age of radio to listen to an episode of the Canadian show Nightfall. Oh, but don't bother to book a return ticket. You're not coming home. But before we start, we're going to take a listen to a promo that I meant to play three shows ago for our special guest, Toppy Smelly. So I'm playing it now. Hi, this is Toppy Smelly. I do a podcast that comes out about once a week. It's called The Smellcast. And I like to think of it as a sort of a personal journal podcast that, uh, well, collides with fantasy. The hell does that mean? Uh, uh, well, uh, that's sassy. Uh, he's sort of And a, a sentient computer uh, laptop, actually. <laughs> Hello, um, dear. What's going on? Oh, this is my great aunt, uh, Tappy Danielle. <laughs> Rather recently, I was trapped in a mirror dimension for over 12 years. Uh, yeah, pretty much. My name's Walter Snicker Snicker. I have amnesia, and I don't really know who I am. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my name's Billy. I'm Walt's nephew. Uh, I like to dress in girls' clothes, and when I do, I call myself Dolores. Um, hello. Uh, my name's Dallas Cody. I'm a very handsome young man, and I live next door to Toppy. I may or may not be a serial okay. killer. All right, excellent. Uh, there you have it, folks. It's the Smellcast. Yeah, you can find it on iTunes, or you can go straight over to thesmellcast.com. <laughs> We'd love to see you there. Alrighty then. The Smellcast. <laughs> it don't stink all that much. <laughs> Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Now, those of you who have been listening are probably wondering, hey, where's Homer Mars? And the review of Tales from the Grift, Demon Knight. Well, it's been recorded, but here's the thing, kids. As always, I sometimes let time get away from me. You know, with Halloween coming up, I've been focusing so much on lining stuff up for the Halloween marathon shows that I kind of completely forgot I had another episode due to you guys this month. So... I quickly went to the drawing boards and found a great all-time radio show for you, and it's called Cemetery Stop, and it's from the Canadian company, uh, Nightfall, showing you that Canadians are really the most terrifying people on the planet. Why? Because they will kill you, they will haunt you, they will eat your soul, and they'll be so polite about it, you won't even mind. Uh, not much has been going on since last time. Uh, what I do want to tell you about, I was... My parents are in Florida, as they frequently are, and I went to their condo to spend some time and see some friends that I haven't seen for a while from the Long Island theater community and things like that. So I went with my friend Sean to this pub called Leo's near my parents' condo, and it was like 10 o'clock, so the restaurant had closed, so we had to sit at the bar, and the bartender, Tommy, very, very friendly guy, immediately shaking hands. All around, there's two other guys at the bar, and eventually we all just struck up a conversation about horror movies. I don't know how that happened. Very weird and mysterious. Can you hear the cat in the litter box behind me? Because this is the realism that I like to bring to you guys every week. The gritty, gritty realism. Emphasis on gritty. But that's not the point right now. So I'm talking with Sean and talking with the bartender at the same time. I'm trying to order and keep a conversation going. And I ordered my drink. Scotch and diet. Tommy had walked away. And then he walked back. And when he came back, I didn't notice him come back. All I heard was this voice that just said, Fruit. Now, in reality, it probably only took me about two seconds to respond 
to the answer for me to figure out that he was asking me if I wanted a piece of fruit in my cocktail. However, in my mind, the pause seemed to go on for at least 35 minutes. And then it clicked. I'm like, yes, I would like a lime. I got my eye on you, Tommy. Because most people, when you get a scotch and diet, they just put a lime in it automatically. They would come up and say, fruit? Mm-hmm. So either I just had a really nice, considerate bartender giving me an options, uh, an option for a fruit choice, or I had a snarky little son of a bitch. And either way, I kind of like it, but that's not really the main point right now because I told you about those two other guys at the bar. You know, just some local Joes, and they're just talking and whatever, and just talking about horror movies. And he's, well, the guy's like, man, I don't like the new modern horror movies. They're all just all about gore. And I like suspense and story and characters. And like one of my favorites is Night of the Living Dead, the original Night of the Living Dead. Because, man, who would have ever thought that an actor like Sidney Poitier would do a movie like that? Sidney Poitier. In Night of the Living Dead. A, it would be the most amazing movie ever seen. But I just looked at him and I said, that is so racist. Just because Dwayne Jones is neatly dressed, has a beautiful voice, and has that kind of flat top haircut that Sidney Poitier sported. He, he was not Sidney Poitier. Even Brad knew that. Even Brad knew that as Bradford just chimed in. I don't think that we should go down into the basement. I don't think the basement is a very safe place to hide. I don't know if that's what Sidney Poitier sounds like, but it sounds like that to me. In my head. And then a listener who shall remain nameless, Mikey. Yeah, you, Mikey. Little Mikey. Chimed in. Could have been worse. You could have said Richard Pryor. Also an amazing movie. Just shoot him in the head. You burn him up when they free base and they just go right up. Stupid, stupid. Anyway, that's pretty much... Oh, wait, no, but I got to go see, uh, on Broadway, I got to go see You Can't Take It With You with world-famous playwright Owen Robertson. Well, he wasn't in it, but he went with me. And you're probably wondering why I'm even bringing this up, and I'll tell you why I'm bringing this up. First of all, it stars the living legend himself, Mr. James Earl Jones, or as I called him in my head on the set of The Angriest Man in Brooklyn, the movie that I worked on him and Robin Williams with, James Earl motherfucking Jones, yo! Live and in person, that voice resonating in my ears with no, just, just, just naked James Earl Jones scenario sounds in my ear. That made sense to me, kind of. So that was cool, but there are a couple of horror movie connections, actually three. First of all, Rose Byrne is in it. Rose Burns. Now, first, you know her. She was in Insidious and Insidious 2 and, you know, every other thing, every rom-com and things like that. And also, Fran Kranz. Who's Fran Kranz? Well, you'd know him as the big computer geek guy from Dollhouse. Or, more likely, the big stoner dude from Cabin in the Woods. And here he was, he was all like the romantic lead and everything. And I'm like, look at him being all normal. This is one of those plays, it's one of those comedies. It's about a family where everybody is completely insane. Except for one daughter. She's like the Marilyn of the monsters. And she's got a boyfriend and she wants to bring him home. Except she doesn't want him to meet the family because they're insane and will scare him off. It's that old story. And finally, there's Elizabeth Ashley. Elizabeth Ashley has been around forever. However, I first knew her as one of the cast members of the made-for-TV movie from the 70s, When Michael Calls. Don't be afraid of me, Auntie My Helen. Well, be afraid of me and Elizabeth Ashley, because you know what? That movie's going to be talked about soon enough. Not the next time I go delving into that genre, but very soon, guarantee, when Michael Calls will come up and we'll be talking all about Elizabeth Ashley. Are you bored yet? Probably. So you know what? That's all that's been going on. So we're just going to get right down to business and start the show. So let me just adjust our radio dial to AM 666. The ghost of Anne Boleyn walks, I declare. He declares. 
For Anne Boleyn was once King Henry's wife. King Henry's wife. Until he made the headsman bobber there. Ah, yes, he did her wrong long years ago. Long years ago. And she comes up at night to tell him so. So, so, so. With her head tucked underneath her arm, she walks the bloody tower. With her head tucked underneath her arm. As dark locks in. <laughs> Nightfall. Good evening. This week's Nightfall will tell you everything you need to know about urban transportation and more. The play by Marjorie Stewart is called. Cemetery stuff. Oh, damn, here he comes. Now look here, Mortland. You're late again. More than five minutes. What the hell are you trying to pull? Look, Ben, I had a few tie ups back there, that's all. Tie ups, eh? Such as Bolly in the coffee shop here before you started out? Eh? That's some tie up. And I suppose you stopped at the other end, too. Uh, let up on me, will you? Take it out on somebody else for a change. Now, look, I've had a lot of complaints about you, Mortland. You're pulling away from stops too quickly, leaving passengers stranded, missing stops purposely when you're running late. Look, Ben, I'll see it doesn't happen again, okay? Your promises don't count. Not anymore. You've only got one thing going for you, Mortland. Yeah, what's that? We're, uh... Taking into consideration the fact that you've been through a lot in the last months and... Thanks, Ben. Okay. Well, get going. Let's see you back here on schedule. Goddamn company man. He and his whole transportation system can go straight to hell. Sinclair car? Yep. Having some uh, hassles with Ben? Mm. He's just trying to throw his weight around. This your stop? Next one. <laughs> no, Moreland. You sure don't look like the kind of guy who'd get bothered. You got it, Frankie. Anyway, I don't need this lousy job. How come? Got a few million socked away? I don't know. But I don't mind telling you. I got a few other irons in the fire. My lawyer clears up a few entanglements. Then I'm heading out. Can't take the Toronto pride. What? Oh, I don't mind Toronto. It's been a city of opportunities, as far as I'm concerned. And I just don't like anyone pushing me around. That's so. I prefer to do the pushing myself. Now, take this route, for instance. I did a bit of pushing to get a hold of this one. Yeah, I bet you did. 
a real easy route, isn't it? Well, it's not too bad. And this stretch here, for example, no problem at all. There's no evening stop, so after 5.30, it's clear sailing right through. Frank? Yeah, damn with him. Well, damn it, spoke too soon. Driver, stop. What? Uh, no, you made a mistake, man. There's no point in you getting off here. This is my stop, driver. No, there's nothing here, ma'am. Driver, this is my stop. You want the next stop, ma'am. You've made a mistake. Driver, this is my stop. Okay, okay, have it your way. cemetery dressed all in black like that everybody knows after 530 it's closed Yeah, what'll it be? Oh, hi. The regular? Yeah, uh, easy on the sugar. So, uh, how's it going? Look, Molly, I'm running late. Great. Well, there you are. Listen, uh, call me sometime, will you? Thanks. Could you wait just a minute? What? Oh, you look, Pete. I'll pay you that ten. I owe you next week, okay? Oh no, no, it's 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 not that, George. Look, uh, you and I, we've we've had our differences in the past, you know. But uh, I, I I just wanted to say how how sorry I was to hear about Marion. Well, you know, we were kids together, us two. A real shock it was. Especially the way it happened. She, she, uh, she was such a good swimmer. Yeah, look, uh, I'm in a bit of a hurry right now. I gotta get going. Oh, sure, sure. I, I won't keep you waiting. See you around, George. Yeah, okay then. I hope not. I sure hope not. Nosy bastard. I'd miss you. Uh, does this bus go right into the St. Clair station? Yeah. Uh, you got it. Uh, treating yourself to a to a late night snack, eh, driver? That's right. Uh, that coffee sure smells good on a cold night like this. You gotta do something to keep yourself awake. Thank God this is my last run tonight. Yes, sir. I figured it was. How long does it take to get down to St. Clair? Oh, about five minutes. It's a straight run from here. No stops until we get ready to turn off Mount Pleasant. From the corner on, it's just a short run into the subway loop. God damn it. Why the hell would anybody be getting out here? The cemetery stuff. Damn it, anyway. Driver, will this bus take me to the end? What? What 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 do you mean? The end? Driver, will this bus take me to the end? Well, um uh, yeah, sure. Sure, yeah, it, it it goes right to, to the end.
I sure wish I could get a job driving a bus. Looks like fun to me. Yeah, it's hard work, kid, just like everything else. I like this stretch. You can really open her up, huh? What? You never have to stop along Damn. Driver, this is my stop. Driver, this is my stop. All right, all right, I can hear you. Damn it, she got off here the same time last night. What'd you stop for, driver? There wasn't anyone waiting to get off. It's windy out there, driver. And cold. <laughs> I'll be glad to get home to my apartment. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'll be glad to get home myself. Well, it won't be long now. This is the last half of my final run for the night. Well, I'm, I'm glad I caught you then. Damn it. There she is again. What's she doing out there this time of night? I'm going to find out. Driver, does this bus take me to the end? Driver, does this bus take me to the end? Ben? Ben? Say, Ben. Did you see that woman getting off the bus just now? What woman? Well, you couldn't miss her. She was all in black. She, she was dressed in black. No. No, I guess I missed her. You couldn't have it. She brushed right past you. No, no, I don't remember her. This, uh, trouble, I don't know. It must have started night before last. Well, yeah, mon- Monday night it was. What? What sort of trouble? Hey, look, if you're having trouble with that route again, Mortland, I want to know about it. No, it's... It's not the sort of trouble you're thinking about. I, I don't even know yet if it is trouble. Maybe it's just sort of weird. You'd better tell me about it. On my last run, night before last, as I was going north, a woman got off at the cemetery stop. There was uh, something, and something about her. I, I, I can't really describe her. Go on. Well, she, she rang the bell. I argued with her a bit, but then I had to let her off the bus. And I went on up to the top, up to Eglinton, you know, same as I always do. And then I turned around to head back here. Yeah. As I came back down toward the cemetery again, I was sort of looking for her, figuring she'd made a mistake, gotten off at the wrong stop. But I, I didn't see her again. Instead, an old woman got on right across the street from where the first woman had gotten off. So what? You're not trying to tell me that you think there's some kind of connection that... Doesn't it seem odd to you? Now look, you've got nothing to worry about. Just as long as they pay their fare and don't make any commotion. For God's sake, Ben! Forget about it, Mortland. Do you hear me? Forget about it. There's an explanation for everything if you want to dig deep enough. What? What do you mean by that? Like I told you, forget about it. Your nerves are getting the better of you, George, and I'm not surprised. What with the shock of your wife drowning like that. Now, look, go home, George. Get yourself a good night's sleep. You'll see. You'll feel better tomorrow. trying to pick a fight with you, Molly. I just thought we could spend some time together. I, I don't want to be alone tonight. Well, yeah, but I can't leave early. Betty has that awful sore throat, so she called in sick. And, well, Mike says... Oh, got... forget. I don't want to hear what Mike says. Look, I, I'm going to try to get some sleep for a change. 
But what are you so uptight about? This job is starting to get to me. I'll be glad to wash my hands of the whole thing. What do you mean, George? Are you thinking of quitting? I, I got plans. What do you mean, plans? Oh, never mind. Just never mind. It's a real easy route, isn't it? You're late, Martha. Mm-hmm. You're late. Late. Driving a bus late. must be easy. Easy. Such a good swimmer. Such a good swimmer. This is my Lord. stop, driver. My Take stop. me to the end. The end, my driver. Stop, driver. My Take stop. me to the end, driver. The end. The end. The end. <laughs> Marion. Marion, it was an accident. I swear it was an accident. <laughs> ben? Ben? Look, uh... Can you get someone to take my last run for me? What's the matter with you? What are you talking about? I just... I can't do this last run. I... I got a... A funny feeling. Ben, just... Just get somebody else to do it. Come on, George. You know damn well I can't get another man on this much notice. I won't do it, I tell you. I... I can't. Get hold of yourself, George. You come with me, Ben. What? Well... uh, Okay. But let's get going. George! What's going on, Molly? Oh, uh, hi. Well, I Mike let me off early, and I, uh, I thought I'd ride up with George and kill some time. Kill some time? Hi, Molly. Look, you don't have to kid me. Hi, George. Hey, you look kind of pale. You feeling okay? I'm okay. Look, what's going on with you two? What? What, nothing. Anymore. Right, George? I mean, if you really got to know, Ben, there hasn't been anything since... Oh, I, I, I didn't mean that. Look, I'm riding with him, too. The more the merrier. Thanks. You know about... Yeah. Well, i never been on this route before. Actually, it's a pretty good one. Easy. George is lucky he's got it. Yeah. I used to think that myself. That's the last stop before the cemetery. She's not on the bus yet. If she isn't on the bus, she sure as hell can't get off it. And if you can't see her, she's not there. There you are, George. You'll see. Everything's going to be just fine. You don't understand. The fact that I can't see her doesn't mean anything. I never pick her out until I hear the bell... But there hasn't been a bell, George. And we're almost at the cemetery. Driver, this is my stop. Did you see her? What's the matter with you, George? Why did you stop the bus? Why did you open the door? I don't know. I had to. My hand. My hand. It went right to the lever. I couldn't stop it. What are you talking about, George? That doesn't make sense. Look. Look. She's still out there. Can't you see her? She, she's waving at me. Calling me to go out there. I'll be back in a minute. George, where the hell are you going? Don't go out there, George! No. George! No, hold it, Molly. He's got to get to the bottom of this by himself. Where is she? Uh, I should have known. 
Hey. You there? <laughs> See, he knows right where to go. But he's only been here once, hasn't he? But he does know. Over here, George. This is your stop, George. This is the end of the line. You don't have to go anywhere anymore. There's nowhere to go now. There isn't? No, there isn't. Is there? Where are they? It's so dark here. I can't see. It's grass here. It's getting soft. Wet. This isn't grass. It's earth. Oh, my God. It's an open grave. I... Hey, it, it was an accident. I swear it was an accident. You could have helped you, George, but you didn't. He could. Sure he could. He's a good boy. He can be very helpful. I didn't know that. How could George know how to help? Oh, he just knows. <laughs> What do you want? What do you want to know? Nothing. We finally know now. We know all about you and Molly, George. But Marion didn't know, did she? Even Molly didn't know, did she? She couldn't understand after all, could she? But we understand, George, don't we? We know all about it, don't we, George? So it's all right, isn't it, George? Even if Marion didn't know. Even if Molly doesn't know. Even if nobody knows but us. Yes, nobody knows. But us. We should be doing this. He's got to work it out for himself. For God's sake, Ben, he's been wandering around in here for an hour. We've got to help him. What's that? Over there. Oh, my God. Come on. Say, don't leave them open like that, do they? How the hell should... Oh, God. You got any matches or anything? Yeah. George? Oh, my God. Look at the headstone. It's... It's... Marion's grave. Molly... What? Don't look down in there. just heard Cemetery Stop by Marjorie Stewart. Featured in tonight's cast were Neil Monroe as George Mortland, Jane Eastwood as Molly, and Murray Westgate as Ben. You also heard Alan Fawcett as Frankie, Frank Perry as the elderly passenger, and Alan Levson as the young boy. The voices of the two women from the graveyard were played by Elva May Hoover and Marion Waldman. Our recording engineer is Brian Pape, with sound effects by Matt Wilcott and the production assistance of Nina Callahan. Nightfall is produced and directed for CBC Radio by Bill Howell.
Happy corridors for miles and miles she goes. She goes. She often catches cold, poor thing, it's cold there when it blows. It blows. And it's awfully awkward for the Queen to have to blow her nose. With her head tucked underneath her arm. With her head tucked, head tucked underneath her arm. Hi, Patrick. This is Ed Chen. Um, Hi, Ed. I'm from Singapore. Uh, no. In, in the middle of Southeast Asia. Um, yes. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yay! I was actually um, listening to your show uh, when it was introduced by Scott, uh, Seder69. Oh, anyway, we love Seder. Um, saw your picture of your foot, and yeah, I need to call. <laughs> oh, delicious. Anyway, uh, oh! I'm still listening uh, I started listening for episode one, and I'm still 60-plus episodes away from your current one. I I'm see. Catching up, I'm catching up. Uh, I'll try to get there as quickly as possible. I take your but time. just want to ask you in advance, um, what would you recommend for a horror show that has sort of like a fetish twist? I think, um, you know, anything gay porn related like... Uh, Office wear, uniforms, okay. motor uniforms, heck, anything from the Eagle with BDSM will do as well. I mean, yeah, something along that line, you okay. know, because I like watching things from Hostel and from Saw, but uh-huh. they were quite fully clothed or fully naked, and it just didn't have that full fetish vibe to it, you know. Yeah, death-defying in, in, you know, like socks or boots or kinky stuff. Hmm. You know, yeah, if you could think up of something or if you already addressed it, just tell me which episode, I'll go to it. Otherwise, yeah, you can blame me for stuff. By the way, uh, I'll watch out for the Asian kind of... the. Um, horror show stuff. Please do. And uh, I'll let you know if there's any really good ones that you really need to catch. You know, not every, not not everything about Asian horror is about The Ring or <laughs> The Grudge or something like that. I'll see what I can pick up. All right, okay, thank take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Ed, thank you very much for calling. And I'm, I apologize for not getting to your call last week, even though you're... 50 plus episodes behind and that's okay that's okay I'm not going anywhere and neither are the episodes and I'm glad you're enjoying the show and thank you Seder for getting me my first super duper international listener yay and it felt so good to play the first time caller bells which I haven't done in ages yay okay now first of all you commented on the picture of my foot well you haven't gotten to the episode yet and that's actually not my foot that's my new alter ego Scarlett Johansson Trust me, when you get to episode 116, you'll get it or not get it or you just think it's the stupidest thing ever. But thank you. Thank you for the compliment. As for fetish stuff, um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Your, your question took me off guard. And by the way, thank you for being so open with your fetishy interests. I love that. I love that. I think that's really cool. The thing that popped into my head is a movie called American Mary, which I did not... I mentioned on the show, I recommended, but I did not give a full review to because it's it's good. It's a great movie, but it's it's a mood piece and it's hard to talk about. But I would probably suggest there. It's about body modification, which might be a bit much for you. But anyway, that's what popped into my head. That's what I'm sticking to. So, hey, listeners, I'm tossing this one out to you. If you guys have a suggestion for Ed about fetishy horror movies, by all means, please let me know. Let him know. He's on the the Scream Queens uh, Horror Podcast Facebook page, so you can leave him a message there. And that would be all nice, because we are a community helping each other through the kinky times. Oh, the kinky times. Okay, so that got weird, and you like it. Thanks, Ed. Bye. Hey, Patrick. This is Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Um, I'm at home suffering a... Horrible injury, so I thought it was the perfect time to send you in a voicemail from my recent movie adventures. Yes. I 
took the opportunity to watch the horrible, horrible um, Linda Blair TV movie, and <gasps> those are um, minutes that I will never get back into my life. Um, it was everything that you said on the podcast. Yes. The hair, the clothes, the accents. It was awful. Um, I did get a chance to watch A Hundred Bloody Acres. Oh! And Gold star. I thought it was going to be a horrible movie, but I actually found it really enjoyable. I did too. Um, when the character Lindsay put on the beard net, then I was a fan. I was like, <laughs> this is a guy who takes his job seriously. We're totally... You know, having a great adventure here. Uh, um, it also helped that Lindsay looked like my dad's best friend um, when I was a little kid. If he had lost the beard, the horns, and maybe like 50 pounds, mm. then he was my dad's best friend. So I was definitely um, rooting for him through most of the movie. Okay. Um, okay. Reg was funny. Um, I thought he made a great um, counterpoint to... Yes. Lindsay, um, and I, I really like the small cast movies where you get a chance to get invested in everyone uh-huh. and they get a chance um, to kind of to, to change their roles a little bit. So, you know, your good guy maybe isn't that good of a guy. Your bad guy maybe isn't as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really loved the twist with the old lady. Um, that was Oh, that was gross. I forgot about that. Ew. Wonderful Ew. at the same time. Um, uh, there were a lot of, a lot of, I guess, maybe predictable deaths in the movie. Sure. Um, I would have liked to see them maybe grind up a few more people. Um, a girl. And I did like the, <laughs> the change up of, so this isn't a cannibal movie. You know, we're not grinding people up to put them in hamburgers. We're grinding them up to put them in fertilizer. And it, it gives it a little different feel. Um, so that's my take on the movie. I didn't get a chance to, um, watch the other one that you had. Uh, but if I do, I will send you another voicemail and let you know. And she cuts off abruptly. Miranda, 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 my love. I'm so happy that you called. I'm so not happy that you have a horrible, horrible injury. That is not cool. But, you know, nothing heals faster than leaving a voicemail on my show. What? No, uh, yeah, okay, um... The Scream Queens Horror Podcast takes no legal... Whatever, that was bullshit. Okay, whatever. But if it makes you feel better, good, because it made me feel better, girl. And first of all, Gold Star, thank you for doing your homework. You're the first one. Yay! Yay! And also, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're also a first-time caller! Yay! And if you're not... Oh, well, you got the jingle bells anyway. There are worse things that can happen to you today. I'm sorry you didn't like the Summer of Evil, the Linda Blair movie. But you know what? That's what I cut my teeth on, that kind of stuff. And you know what? They are terrible, and they're awful, and yet, you know, they have a special soft place in my heart. Yes, there is a soft place in my heart. Go fuck yourself, okay? Thank you. And yeah, a thousand bloody acres. I got a kick out of it. I did not know what to expect. I expected, man, I don't know, maybe torture porn or whatever. I did not expect this kind of black comedy. And I know some people got turned off. Jay from Phoenix got turned off by all the stupid music. I loved all the stupid Australian music. Specifically because I have a friend named Duncan. And they had that song about, I want to have a drink with Duncan. And I was loving it and dancing. Of course, I told him. And he was like, oh, surprise. The Australian Duncan song came up again. I'm like, fuck you. I was thinking about you, you son of a bitch. I liked how the annoying guy turned out to be not the annoying guy. Just what you said, characters reversed themselves. And also the lead girl, she kind of reminded me in a certain kind of way, in her face and the way her hair falls, of Amy from Night of Living Podcast. So I liked her immediately because I love Amy. And I thought that was cool. She probably hated the movie. They probably did it on their, you know, straight-to-video Russian roulette. And they're like, bleh, that was the worst thing. And that girl was ugly. But you know what? I thought she was pretty and she reminded me of you, Miss Amy. And I forgot about that thing with the old lady. And that was really disgusting and disturbing. And if your father's friend was doing that, ew. And ew. Okay, I think that's it. Gold star, new caller, get well, and talk to you soon. Hey, Patrick. This is Edward, 
that that guy in Phoenix or Edward. that guy from More Geek Than Gay or however you like to think of me or maybe that guy who turned 45 and just doesn't get over it. No, you can't. But I like it. I'm calling to say hey, hey because I haven't said hey in a long time. Hey, and I know I missed you. you. You need people to say hey to you more often. I really do. Also, to let you know that I did the homework assignment, <gasps> I watched Odd Thomas oh. and... You you wanted a quick little review, and, well, um, I got to see it for free. Good. Because I found a sketchy little website that had it, and... It was also on Netflix I streaming, but okay. That, and I don't even mean this as insultingly as what it sounds, but for the price, it was okay. Okay. Because it feels like someone wanted to, well... It feels like a remake of The Frighteners yes. by someone who really wanted to do um, John Dies at the End instead. Ah. And, but at the same time, it also feels like it was a TV pilot. <laughs> and so it, if I had paid for it, I would have felt cheated. But for free, well, that feels like what it was supposed to be. Because it okay. feels like it should have come with you know, on the channel that I got on basic cable. So, as a TV show, it wouldn't be bad. As a movie, it feels like a TV show. It even ends as if it was supposed to be leading into a TV show. I see. I I found the police interactions to be very funny. Yes, yes. <laughs> And kind of took me right out of the movie pretty much every time that they happened. Um, and, uh, hey, there's Willem Dafoe. Yay, I guess. Oh! Being all <laughs> horny. Which he is was... weird. <laughs> and... Well, you haven't seen Antichrist. The girl looked like she really desperately wanted to be Zoe Deschanel. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, wasn't. Harsh. And the movie just... Like I said, it it's like it wanted to have that quirky cleverness of John dies at the end, but it also really thought that it could pull off being the Frighteners, and it just does a like a you know like an ABC Family version of both <gasps> of those. So I I, I enjoyed it so much noise. I'm not sure I would recommend it, but I okay. wouldn't. I wouldn't tell anyone not to watch it. Okay. So, so there's that. You're, you know, if it came complex. on, I would be like, "Oh my god, you don't want to see this." But <laughs> oh, 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 Edward, 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 you went overtime. Oh, ooh, I haven't used the buzzer in a long time either. Oh, that felt good. Oh, I'm mad with the power. Wah! <laughs> The cat's looking at me, and my chair is farting like crazy. Yes, it's my chair. Shut up. Ah, see, it's my chair. Nobody can have this much gas, not even Mr. Brad. Anyway! I'm sorry I didn't like Hot Thomas. I got a kick out of it. I would check this myself, but I can't because a spy search is running on my computer right now. But I believe it was based on a, on a, a graphic novel or a series of books or something, which might be why it felt like a... TV movie. But you know what? I don't have to justify myself to you, Edward. I don't. And you know why? Because you get a gold star. Because you did your homework. Yay. I see you also called back. Twice. I'm going to play at least one of these. This week. And if I don't get to the other one, I'll get to it next week. Because this show is packed filled with listener feedback. Because Daddy cried. The Power of Daddy Tears, Muhuha, Edward, Part 2. Hey, Patrick, this Hi, is Edward. Edward. That guy from Phoenix, or yeah. that guy from More Geeks Than Gay, or, you know, that guy who called yesterday. Yeah. So, hi. Hi. I got to see your other movie, okay. because work has been really slow, and I had nothing else to do. Okay. And I found another sketchy website. Yay, sketchy They're website. They're both streaming anyway. on Netflix. Hundred Bloody Acres. God damn it! It was really fun. Okay. Uh, I, it kind of felt a little bit like Motel Hell meets Wolf Creek as filtered through a can of Fosters. There you go. I um, love it. 
I don't know why, but the one brother kind of reminded me a little bit of Terrence Mann periodically. I wanted him to break out in, like, cat songs, but I don't know why. It, it, that could be just me. I enjoyed this one much more. Uh, I, there were parts of it that I thought were really quotable. Mm-hmm. I liked the fact that the two villains were very likable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the older brother... Maybe not as likable as the younger brother, but I could understand his feeling of responsibility. So yes. he wasn't really a villain. Yes. So that was kind of nice. Um, what what I got? I love their, their slogan, "We'll fertilize you," because that just <laughs> sounded so porno. <laughs> uh, the and the dedication to Jack, Pat, Reg, and Joyce just made me want to know who Pat, Jack, Pat, Reg, and Joyce were that they got this movie dedicated to them. I don't know. Other than that, uh, really, oh, and there's some really good, like, acid and grass in Australia, apparently. I, I guess But so. other than that, I really, really liked this movie. Yeah. It, this was a much better recommendation than your other one, sir. It wasn't a recommendation. Um, and I think that will do it, because I just want to make sure that we don't go over. I don't know why people don't pull up their hands when they're about ready to be ground up into fertilizer. Don't know why that doesn't happen. But other than that, I'm going to let you go. And I say thank you for the recommendation. And I hope you're having a great day, sir. Bye. Thank you, Edward. You know what? I am having a great day so far. And you know why? Because I'm doing voicemail. Mr. Brad's sitting here with me, and I keep saying, I'm having so much fun doing this because it's been so long. It's great to hear everybody and to be ringing my bells and buzzing my buzzer, and it just makes me feel like old times are back again. Yahoo. And, okay, so, Edward, you get another gold star. Yay! I need a sound effect for that. Maybe a little twinkle, like, like that. Maybe I'll just go, when people get a gold star. I don't know. But good for you. Good for you. And I'm glad you like this one better. This is a quirky little movie, and it's an either love it or hate it. And they're not recommendations. They're homework assignments. I make that very clear. You might not like them. I just want to get people talking. And it worked because you talked and you talked and you talked so much that you got buzzed. But that's okay because that felt so fucking good. So good. And I agree with everything that needs. I don't know why people don't put their hands up when they're going to be put in a grinder. I don't know. Maybe because it's Australia and they're upside down and it has something to do with like the water going the wrong way in the toilet bowl. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. But thank you for calling in, Edward, twice. I appreciate it. I missed it. I've missed you. I love you. I'm glad to have you in my ear holes again and talk to you soon. Okay, well, that is not the end of the voicemails that is going to wrap it up for the section this week. Remember last week? How I cried and cried that I haven't been getting any voicemails because the old number wasn't working. And even though I had set up a Google Voice number as a temporary, nobody was calling. Well, you guys called out the wazoo. I don't have time to get them to them all this episode. Plus, the reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, I've gotten at least four or five on each app. And that's so exciting. And I thank you guys so much. However, today, September 30th, is National Podcast Day, as you heard at the beginning of the show. Now, I can't not get this episode out to you today. And it's already almost 8 o'clock. So I'm hurrying to get a show out to you today for National Podcast Day so that you can celebrate by listening to me even if it's not National Podcast Day when you hear it because after all, shouldn't National Podcast Day be every day? Now that would be ridiculous. But still, still, even though it may be over when you hear this, there's still ways for you to celebrate. Recommend the show to somebody else. Have somebody listen. Know a horror fan, a comedy fan, somebody that you know who's gay, who's like, hey, there's a funny gay guy who you might like, whatever. Somebody you don't like, whatever. Recommend it to somebody, write a review. Give a rating on iTunes or, you know, send in another voicemail so I could add it to the list of people I haven't get to. So my apologies to you, TJ, Trey, and Aaron, who sent in copious voicemails, some multiple voicemails. I will get to you next time. I promise. Also, the reviews I'll start reading out because that's fun. And and in a little while, I'm going to announce a contest, but not right now. 
Not right now. Because I just want to remind you that if you want to be like all these cool people who have been calling in and leaving voicemails and making the show even better than it was going to be anyway, you can call the temporary Google Voice number at 917-720-2047. Now, Mr. Brad says that the old number is working yet, but I haven't had a chance to test it out yet. And again, the clock is ticking to get the show out to you today. So for now, keep using the voicemail number, the Google Voice number, 917-720-2047. Or you could write me at ScreamQueens, at crew at ScreamQueens.com, that is. And of course, that's Queens with a Z. You can... Follow me on Facebook. Go over and do a, suit char- do a search on Scream Queens Horror Podcast and find everybody there who's hanging out and sharing stories and all kinds of fun stuff. Or follow me on Twitter, which is, of course, at Scream Queens, and that is with a Z. Now, what's coming up in the future? Well, Halloween's coming up, which means a marathon could happen at any moment. You remember last year I did, what, eight days in a row? And I almost died but it was worth it. This year, can I top that? I don't know, but we'll see. I've already got a couple of um, recordings in the can. Like I said, I sat down with Homer Mars. I've been watching stuff that I haven't talked about because I've already recorded little snippets of stuff to put out to you during the month. It's Haunted House Month here in New York, so I'll be going to check out the Nightmare Haunted House, whatever else might spring up. David Robiano, I'm looking at you. We've got a date at some point. I don't care that you're getting married. I have a date with you, okay? Deal with it. You know what I'm talking about. And lots of things. Lots of things going to be happening. And as always, if you have a suggestion, if you have something that you see, that you want me to check out, or just a movie that you've always been dying to get me to check out, by all means, let me know. I just told you how to do it. Any of those places, get it to me right now. Well, not right now, but soon. Let's make Halloween fun together. Not just me picking stuff at random. That's what I always do. Help me. Help daddy. Help daddy. Put yourself up against the wall if you dare. New listeners, if you don't know what that means, that means if you recommend a movie to me and say, Patrick, I like this movie so much, I want you to talk about it. And it's not a classic. You know, if it's something undiscovered little gem, if I watch it, you're going to be culpable. For, what, for my time. So if I like it, you will be showered with praise. But if not, you are going to face the firing squad. And that can get messy. But yet people come out in droves. Dying. Dying. Literally and figuratively. It's getting me to talk about whatever little cinematic gem you think you found. Well, I'm going to set the record straight. Or gay, depending. That's, that was stupid. Now, I mentioned a contest. Yes, for Halloween. I have a set here, a DVD collection of the entire Stargate SG-1 series. Pristine, brand new. I don't watch that show. I know some of you guys do. If you want it, I want to see what you're doing for Halloween. If you've made an amazing jack o pumpkin, if you've decorated your house in a cool way, if you've got a great costume. If you've got a great costume for your pet, I want you to send me the picture and I'm going to post it on the blog and on the Facebook page. And I'm going to pick a winner. And that winner will receive the complete Stargate SG-1 TV series on DVD. (laughs) I know. Listen to that crowd going wild. That one sounded like he had emphysema, but <coughs> excuse me, I hocked up a loogie in my own mouth because that's the kind of classy show I run here. So, until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place. And remember, as my grandmama used to say, Boy, I don't want you getting any ideas from these scary stories that you're listening to and start taking buses late at night. Because there are dirty people on those buses. And they might flash their private parts at you, boy. That's how I met your grandfather. That man was huge. Bye. You.
Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches. <laughs>